0: Lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The
1: Steve Day Show.
2: And greetings. Happy Monday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show live and on demand here on Blaze TV Radio and Podcast. I am Steve Dace alongside Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre. Coming up at the bottom of this hour, we're going to show you a photo that I think best encapsulates, captures, the spirit of the age. When we use that phrase, well, first of all, it just means because we have new people joining the show all the time. We just gave that as the uh, uh, the nomenclature to denote the physical manifestation of the demonic influence at work in America today. That's what we call it, the spirit of the age. And if you want to know in, in, what it looks like, well, they say a picture says a thousand words. We're going to show you at the bottom of the hour a picture that says virtually every word. Everything that the spirit of the age is about is captured in this one photo. And we will discuss that next hour, our followers over on Gab get to ask me anything. So we look forward to those questions. Hopefully we have some snotty ones lined up that I have yet to see. And you guys will hit those uh, hit me cold with those coming up a little bit later on. Speaking of hitting a cold with something, this is the time of year for you to check out our friends over at Tyga Coolers because it's unofficially summertime now that we are post Memorial Day. And then in just a couple of weeks, it'll officially be summertime as well these are premium coolers uh veteran owned everything is made right here in the u.s of a they can customize coolers for you and make them look really cool personal vintage if that's what you want if you're just looking for a good old trusty cooler that doesn't have to be detailed they will do that for you as well and if you enter the promo code steve at checkout you'll get 10 percent off as a discount when you go to taigacoolers.com, t-a-i-g-a T-A-I-G-A for taigacoolers.com. Again, that is T-A-I-G-A. So we've got Ask Me Anything next hour at the bottom of this hour. We are going to show and then discuss with you and for you a photo that perfectly encapsulates the spirit of the age. But before we get to all of that, let us begin as we always do with Aaron's rundown of what happened while we were away.
1: What Happened While We Were Away, brought to you by Messing With Texas. A bar in Dallas, Texas, recently overtly advertised a pride event they were hosting where children were welcome featuring drag queens, and it went down this weekend. The event was dubbed... Drag the kids to pride. For those of you listening, what we're watching is felony child exploitation, a dude provocatively dancing with barely any clothes on while a child tips him. In the background, you can see a neon sign on the wall that reads, It's not going to lick itself. Outside the bar, a group of men showed up to confront the parents of the children and shame them.
0: I only have one question. Why do you want to put an axe wound in between your son's legs? You people are the symptom of a dying society and you know it.
3: You're scaring children. Shut the up! Shut the f Shut the f up. Jeez. You are child shame abusers. On you. You're not shame a real woman. Shame, shame on you. Shame on, shame you. shame on you. Shame on you. Shame
2: on you. Shame on you. Shame on you. Shame
1: on you. Your children should be home. Your kids aren't actually gay. You've just groomed them. You're a groomer. Blaze TV contributor Alex Stein confronted one of the dudes dressed as a lady. For
2: little children. Do you like dancing? for little children. You don't think that's disgusting? Dancing around for
0: get little children. F- away from me. Don't you think get that's disgusting? I need you to hey, get, you away. get the, the away. Hey, well, you can't just touch you yeah, you so do, do, do me? You don't your think that's disgusting? You me. Your mom's a go off. You don't think right, that's ahead, disgusting? Dancing for he little children. You should, be a, f- f-
4: you,
2: you should be ashamed of yourself dancing for little children. You should be ashamed me. of
5: hey, yourself. F- is he a child? No. You oh, guys f- dancing
2: little know. children. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You're disgusting. Think about what you they just did.
5: The
2: whore. Okay, that's fine. But you dance naked in front of little children. You yeah, did, you did, you bitch. Stop! stop. You you're dancing for little stop children.
1: It. Also in Texas, the Uvalde mom, who was detained, released, and then went into Rob Elementary School to successfully rescue her two children from that school shooting, spoke out about what really went down.
5: I said, Well, you're gonna have to arrest me because I'm going in there and I'm telling you right now, I don't see none of y'all in there. Y'all are standing with snipers and y'all are far away. i if y'all don't go in there, I'm going in there. He immediately put me in cuffs. She says after Uvalde police officers told marshals to uncuff Gomez, she ran towards the school. As soon as they uncuffed me, I jumped that first gate fence. And once I jumped it, I went to my son's class. And I knocked on the door and I remember the teacher saying, Um, I'm like, hey, they're already, they're already um, bulge cutting the fence to get me. She's like, you think we have time to get out? I said, y'all have time, I'm gonna run for my other son. Once she
4: was assured
5: her son was okay,
4: Gomez ran to get her other child, encountering more officers who tried to stop her.
5: So I start yelling and I'm being a cooperative and I'm like, well, y'all aren't doing What are y'all doing? Y'all ain't doing Y'all need to be in here, give me your best, somebody give me a best, something. I started paying attention to how far the shots were being so that I knew the shooter was all the way still by my first son's class. So when I went to my son, my second son's door, the teacher didn't want to open the door for me. So that's when they started um, escorting me out. And as I as I see that they're opening my son's door, I go run for my son and I get him. With both of her kids out safe, Gomez still can't shake the thought of those who didn't make it. While you were inside the school, did you see officers there was inside not the school? One officer inside the school in when I ran the to areas. my second son class there was not one officer and you were hearing gunshots so you knew you that could hear the it gunshots. was an active shooter it was still active the gunshots were still active they were not in there there was no one in there if anything when i pulled up my car was closer to the school than that where than where the snipers and everybody that was laying on the ground were
1: in addition, that woman says law enforcement threatened her after the fact by saying she'd be charged with obstruction of justice if she spoke to the media, like we just heard. Moving on, in Washington, the House continues to debate over gun-grabbing measures. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert absolutely crushed it with this speech.
4: Madam Speaker, I want to begin this evening by thanking my Democrat colleagues for their outstanding work in encouraging millions of Americans to celebrate their Second Amendment rights by purchasing their first, second, or even 100th firearm. I have some questions for these freedom haters. When are you going to call on the chief executive, the basement dweller, to hold his own son accountable for his gun crimes? Hunter Biden lied on a federal firearms application which is punishable by up to 10 years and a $250,000 fine, of which 10% will not be going to the big guy. Rules for thee, but not for my crackhead Parmesan-smoking gun criminal son.
1: In the Senate, which reconvenes today... Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, along with Senators John Cornyn and Lindsey Graham, have expressed some willingness to listen and or vote on Democrats' calls for taking access to buying guns away. Speaking of rhinos, Donald Trump has been doing a fair bit of endorsing those types, including this weekend when he endorsed House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, saying he's, quote, a strong and fearless leader of the House Republican Conference. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, meanwhile, beat Trump again in a straw poll, this time at the Western Conservative Summit in Colorado a few days ago. Speaking of DeSantis, in recent days his government threatened the Special Olympics with over $20 million in fines for having a jab requirement at their event in Orlando, a violation of Florida law. The Special Olympics promptly abided. Also, DeSantis announced he's vetoing tens of millions of dollars in funding for the Tampa Bay Rays' new baseball complex after the team voiced its support of gun-grabbing measures. Twitter is in settlement talks with independent journalist Alex Berenson to end a lawsuit he brought against the company after he was deplatformed for spreading what the company deemed as misinformation about COVID. Berenson was deplatformed for saying in a tweet that COVID jabs don't stop infection or transmission of the virus, which is... Since been confirmed universally, gas prices have now officially doubled nationwide since Joe Biden took office. The nationwide average price of gas now sits at a whopping four dollars and eighty six cents a gallon. And that's what happened. While we were away.
2: Aaron's montage brought to you by Moink. Make sure if you want to beat the heat of inflation and you want to stop funding our enemies, uh, check out Moink Meat. Uh, Because did you know about uh, 60% of the U.S. pork production in America is owned by a company with Chinese ownership? Uh, Just one of the things maybe you don't know about what goes on in terms of how much foreign control is over our lives on a daily basis, including what we eat. Well, with Moink, you get grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon. You get all of that straight to your door uh, from the family farm. Farm to table to your table because no one does it better than the family farmer. And if you want to give Moink Me a best shot right now, they are offering you an incredible deal: free filet mignon in every order for a year. Every order you make for a year, they will throw in free filet mignon if you go to Moinkbox.com/Steve. That's M-O-I-N-K for Moinkbox.com/Steve. Free filet mignon in every order for a year. At moinkbox.com/slash/steve. So in the overtime today, I know Aaron noted that uh, Ron DeSantis uh, beating Donald Trump in another straw poll over the weekend, but there was actually another poll that had one of the largest samples I've ever seen in a Twitter poll, and it's from our colleague Stephen Crowder, and he asked his audience, "Whom would you most like to see run for president?" And these results blew me away. We will discuss them today in the overtime for Blaze TV subscribers. If you are one, just sit tight. We are going to record that right after today's program. Uh, and then it will be uploaded for you later today at blazetv.com dace. And that is also where you can go to become a Blaze TV subscriber, if you would like, at blazetv.com d-e-a-c-e. So let's get to the rest of what is in Aaron's montage. And there's, there's two groups of people I would like to speak to today. Um, let's, let's start with those of you who think that we can redefine marriage, family, and sexuality and still have freedom and liberty in our society. Some of you think this ideologically, You've come to this conclusion ideologically. You may fashion yourself more of a libertarian. Um, You may fashion yourself kind of more of a live and let live. Some of you have maybe come to this conclusion because you live a lifestyle that includes these behaviors we're talking about. And, And because we have seen as things have gotten progressively crazier, pun intended, With the LGBTQFU mob, as things have gotten increasingly crazier, we have absolutely seen an increase amongst people living a homosexual lifestyle who have become otherwise fairly politically conservative. For example, right now, maybe the biggest donor on the right, Peter Thiel, would be one of these individuals. Grew up in a Christian home. Still considers himself somewhat friendly to Christianity. I've read in in interviews where he's been quoted saying this, but uh, he is married to another man. Uh, He will actively engage against you uh, if you are still holding on to the original marriage position. But unlike the Koch brothers, when they were the sugar daddies, the chief sugar daddies around here for a while, pardon me, he's actually not trying to move people to the left on other issues. Like he's really hardcore on like immigration and abortion and like all the other culture issues. He's really hardcore on all these other culture issues with the exception of homosexuality. Maybe a guy like a Rick Grinnell might fit into part of that. He's probably one of Thiel's chief protégés actually. So there is this stream of thought of people who are not this is not a, I don't view it as an infiltration. I don't. I mean, I, I don't you know, Dave Rubin's never set me aside and said, hey, man, have you really th- thought about reconsidering your, you know, what you think the Bible says about homosexuality? He's never done that to no. anybody I know of. I mean, this is so this is not an infiltration, meaning where this is an attempt to gain favor and then co opt from the inside out. I, I, there is no pressure on there, I think Gallup did a poll over the weekend that found only weekly churchgoers are the last people left in America. Still holding on to the biblical definition of marriage, which, you know, I mean, prior to biblical Christianity, the world embraced polygamy as well. Right. So it's not new that outside of a New Testament understanding of the purpose of the family, that the world has a lot different definitions of family than what the New Testament proclaims. That's been kind of true for the 2000 years of Christianity. So it may be foreign territory to American Christians, but. Every other generation of Christians and geography of Christians would feel right at home being in the minority on this issue. Uh, I'm not being told that I have to change my positions on this. Unlike the Kochs, who used to tell groups like the family leader here, if they wanted to take their money, they had to not advertise a socially conservative position on any issues. I I, I don't see a bunch. I, I don't have people contacting me saying, hey, Peter Thiel told me I had to moderate on abortion to get a check for my group. I used to get that stuff from the cokes, right? So I I don't view it as an infiltration because I'm not being asked to to change my views in order to belong to a coalition. Is that fair? Sure. Okay. If you are in this group, though, I want to speak to you for a second. Because I want to tell you that there were three places where people in my group, when we had the advantage And we were winning all the elections. We won 31 consecutive elections on the definition of marriage in this country in the last decade. And in places like California. And all kinds of blue states. We won 31 in a row. And I was involved in those causes. So let me tell you what the three primary motivations were. One, of course, absolutely is a biblical conviction. Right. And and. That's a chasm between me and people like me and people like you. We're just not going to be able to breach on this issue because even if I wanted to, I don't have permission to. Uh, The the Bible doesn't say, hey, on this one, make an exception in order to God's law in order to forge a political coalition. Do you know where that's at, chapter and verse? I do Uh, not. That doesn't exist. So it's not personal. I, I just, I don't have permission. It's not personal. I just don't have, I got enough of my own issues sexually. Trust me, I grew up in the porn generation. I was hardly a virgin on my own wedding night. So this isn't self-righteousness or anything of that nature. I just don't have permission from the one who bought me out of my sins at a very high price, his own life. I don't have permission from him to disobey him publicly on this in order to align with you. So it's not personal. It's just I don't have it's not permissible. The other two, though, let me tell you what. So let's set that one aside because that chasm cannot be breached. And let's look at the other two. The other two reasons that that we were so adamant in trying to preemptively define the definition of marriage is number one, we looked at what happened in Europe and every nation that redefined the definition of marriage. And the next thing they did is try to criminalize certain aspects of Christianity. And that is still going on. So that that was that was the whole you will, you will be made to care phenomenon mm-hmm. that we saw right after Windsor and Obergefell fair okay the other was that that this was all a facade pardon the pun but a fig leaf to cover for the real agenda here which had nothing to do no one no one at the time of Windsor and Obergefell no one in america was in prison for violating any of the 31 marriage amendments we had no one was no one was in prison anywhere in America. So this wasn't about, let's round up the gays. It wasn't about that. Okay. What, this, what we believe that the LGBTQFU movement was really about more than anything else was the children. Because they told us this in their Mein Kampf after the ball. And then they proceeded to immediately infiltrate the schools with their propaganda. Why? What would be the purpose of that? What's the purpose of that? Is there a benign and innocent one? No. And that our fear was if this guardrail is officially removed, that unofficially was, no one was being penalized for living openly gay criminally. No one was being penalized for no one was in a jail cell because they violated their state's marriage law. But if we officially sanctioned it openly, it would be open season on the kids. Here we are. And so the first thing I want to say is to you that are in this group I just described, here's your chance, and I want you desperately, I want you desperately to do this. Prove me wrong. And something I think you should consider if you do not do this Is that if this continues to to filter down to the trickle down to the children, trickle down to an obvious attempt to groom them, to engage them, to corrupt them, to recruit them, you may actually find now a fresh offensive against the so-called freedoms you've already won. One of the things we are called in Christianity to do is to remember the judgment begins in the house of God first. We, we, we get rid of the, the log in our own eye before the speck of dust in somebody else's. We make sure to clean up our own house first before holding a standard upon somebody else. I might suggest that this is your opportunity, if you're in this camp, to do the same. Because there is no negotiating where our kids are concerned. None. And I promise you... If you force us to choose between our kids and recognizing your newfound freedoms, you will lose. I promise you, you will. And coalitions on a lot of other issues that also existentially matter that we are working together on currently will fall apart and will not last. So this is your opportunity now. Would you like to show us that you really meant it when it really was what two dudes do in the privacy of their own bedroom is nobody's business but ours? Will you, do you wish, if you're in the Rick Grinnell, Peter Thiel camp, and I agree with you guys on quite a few other things, and you have demonstrated, not just lip service, you have demonstrated you agree with me on quite a few other things. And those quite a few other things also matter greatly to society, too. But we will not offer our children, of the, uh, children up to you in order to maintain that coalition. Do you understand what I am saying? Do you think they understand what I'm saying? Because they better understand it and figure it out real quick. Like yesterday. Like in, in five minutes from yesterday, in fact. Yeah. Because if it, when, now that it's down to the kids, it is going down. And it's going down hard. There was a lot of talk in the last decade about being on the right side of history. Here's your chance. When the music stops playing, first of all, make sure you were going around the room to the right tune, if you know what I'm saying. And then when the music stops playing, make sure you've got a chair to sit in because there will be no quarter for our children. None. So that is the first group that I wanted to speak to today. Show that you really mean your libertarian or live and let live belief system and that you also aren't a part of this and that you really aren't trying to infiltrate us and co-opt our message but just expand a coalition. Here's your opportunity. And I want you to prove me wrong. I don't need fewer con. I don't need more conflicts. Do we need another battlefront right now? I'm certain we don't. I'm certain we don't need one. Certain of that. But I promise you, if it is between you and our kids, we will give you one. I promise you that. So be standing on the right side of history here. Hard no. And prison for everyone. No exceptions. The next group I want to speak to are Texans. Because it turns out over the last few years you can actually mess with texas quite a bit you can mask you all outside outside in august and you'll comply um you can shoot up your schools and your cops will just stay outside uh and then try to threaten the mom who uh, again with obstruction of justice for daring to point out your gutlessness you will just stand outside while a Dallas bar breaks a law that your this law was so obvious, even your gutless governor signed it into law last year that banned these kinds of shows. They're illegal. The Dallas police just stood outside the bar and didn't uphold the law while children were being sexually assaulted. You can shutter your schools. You can arrest your hairdressers for trying to just run a business it turns out you can mess with texas a lot i understand now why texas longhorn football has barely averaged seven wins a year for a decade why iowa state and i say this with all due respect i used to publish the iowa state fan magazine but iowa state should just never be better at, 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 at in football and a consistent level than texas ever and it is right now it is i can see why you're soft frankly you're a cautionary tale for a lot of america Kind of coasting off the fumes of other generations and resting on laurels that you didn't accomplish. And just going on, a lot of, like a lot of red states, you're red in name only. Meanwhile, here in Iowa, just 15 years ago, we had total blue control of everything. So we're pretty radicalized. Iowa should never be, just like Iowa State football, should never be better than Texas Ever. Given the advantages that Texas has, maybe it can beat them once a decade. But sustained success more than Texas never should happen. Iowa should never be redder than Texas. Guys, we're only a few years away from sending arguably the most left-wing senator not named Bernie Sanders to the U.S. Senate for three decades. Tom Harkin. I just endorsed Jim Carlin, Chuck Grassley's primary opponent last week. Dude, Grassley's awful. He's got a better Liberty scorer than John Cornyn from Texas. That should never happen ever. Should never happen. No, no wonder Beto keeps running for offices thinking he's got a shot to win. All the signs are kind of there. We need you. Let me tell you what's even worse than a blue Texas and a blue Texas is bad. Okay. How bad? A blue Texas gives Democrats 82% of the electoral college votes that they need to win the presidency before we even count a single vote in a single swing state. 82% of them. Means you almost have to run the table the rest of the country. Good luck with that. But let me tell you what's even worse than a blue Texas. Because even if Texas were to somehow go blue, that, would, that might radicalize us and galvanize us in response, right? Sure. Like seeing Iowa go full, deep blue, radicalized us here, right? right. Let me tell you what's even worse, a lukewarm Texas. Because you're the HQ of red state America. And if you go lukewarm, you're going to export that into the bloodstream and water table of the rest of red America. That's even worse. And it'll lead to eventually it'll lead to a blue uh, Texas because bad Republicans always lead to worse Democrats. That happens everywhere in America. We need you desperately We need to make Texas, Texas again. Damn proud of what Alex Stein did over the weekend. Confront, confront, confront. I'm not sure who that pastor, that Owen Strain looking pastor was with the uh, megaphone. My only criticism is, why weren't there 50 more guys out there doing the exact same thing? Confront, confront, confront. Peaceably, yes, but aggressively confront. We need to make Texas, Texas again. Or we're screwed, like doomed, like on a societal level. Gentlemen, your thoughts.
0: Yeah, I mentioned today in response to a candidate for some office in uh, Michigan that uh, she said, I will propose legislation that uh, the the drag queen stuff is illegal. Is that Tudor,
2: the gubernatorial candidate? uh, It's
0: already illegal. Okay? It's this... It's not about the laws, as Steve said. It's about the will. Arrest people. And people have a sense that I'm serious about this because somebody responded me, quoted my tweet and said, uh, to my queer friends, we must arm ourselves. They're coming for us. That guy actually has it closer to the truth because that's what they should be feeling. But they don't. They know we're not serious all too often. Even when our children have the laser sight right on their forehead tech I, I was really proud of what steve said about texas um it it it, it hey i it if this makes you boohoo texas uh, again you just prove my point. us wrong You just prove my point
2: if that's yes. your reaction yes yes because the, the texas reaction is Dude, F you mother F for saying that stuff about Texas. Let us show you how it's done down here. We'll set the example for you all. That's, that's, that's what I thought the Texas reaction was, right? Yes. Not, hey kids, just don't look over there while, the other, while your school kids are being groomed by the drag queeners. Mm-hmm. Just you know, walk a straight line, don't take a look over there and just mind your own business. That's not our problem.
0: It's pathetic.
1: Pathetic is, is absolutely correct here. I mean, I mean how, many, how many more examples do we need I mean, for crying out loud! When, since when are children supposed to be in bars? Period, like never. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> uh, but we're going all the way to violating that law, to violating a uh, law against uh, drag uh, performances for kids. I mean, as Todd was saying, there's a, a Texas representative who introduced legislation to ban. This is already illegal. This is what I was talking about: limited government. We have it, just not in the areas we yeah. need.
2: We'll come back one picture to rule them all next. So if you're sensitive about your hair loss, I've got great news for you. Keeps has you covered. They offer the same doctor recommended clinically proven. Research-backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth, but... They offer you the generic versions so that you get to save money off of them from a typical prescription. And they make everything so convenient. Everything is delivered right to your door after it is previously done online. You get hooked up with a doctor online, snap a few pics of your hair. They make it as convenient for you as possible. It's delivered right to your door to keep uh, discretion. Keep it on the download if you prefer that. And then they'll give you even bigger savings just to get you started with half off your first order when you go to keeps.com slash grow. So whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you already have. Go to keeps.com slash grow, K-E-E-P-S for keeps.com slash grow. Let's bring in uh, our good friend of the program, Bob Vander Plaats from The Family Leader. Good to see you, brother. How are you? Doing really well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay, um, but I, I want to show you something. Okay. I want to I show you in the audience and Todd and Aaron the following photo because I'm not sure I've ever seen a picture that better encapsulates or captures the spirit of the age Mm. than this photo here. So this is courtesy of the post millennial. Here you are looking at two men who are in a cycling event as women, pretending to be women in this event. They capture, they're they up on the winner's stage. They capture first and second place and then make out in celebration. And off in the corner of the photo, if you zoom in, is an actual woman who finished in third place. And there she sits taking care of her baby. Now, let's just leave this photo up just as you have it zoomed in right now. And I want us to go around the room here. And get everybody's instant reaction to this. Because, again, I, I, I've, I've just not seen a photo yet that I think better captures and encapsulates what we mean by the spirit of the age on this show. So, Bob, I'll let you go get the first crack at it as the guest.
3: What do you think? Well, first of all, it's the first time I've seen this photo. Uh, it's exceptionally sad. And reminds me of uh, when we had Dal Tackett, author of the Truth Project and the Engagement Project at our leadership summit a year ago. And Dal said, um, have you ever wondered in Romans 1, it talks about a depraved mind. What is a depraved mind? Hmm. And I'm thinking we're seeing it all the time. And so this photo, I think, kind of captures because it's not only two guys who claim to be girls kissing after winning a women's cycling event it's we're going to celebrate this i mean we as a culture are supposed to celebrate this and to me it's just total depravity and where people would say where is the hope and that's where i think the bride of christ the church should be saying there's real hope here guys but it's not in this
2: who wants the next crack at it aaron i'll let you go first this time go ahead or next this time
3: Um,
1: To me, uh, I just want to reiterate uh, this Pride Month. uh, The LGBTQIA plus FU movement uh, merely exists uh, to provide homosexual men with the same visitation rights and tax benefits of those with uh, traditional marriages. Uh, that's, that's, That's what I have to say. It was never never any of the inane any of the benign excuses the rainbow jihad was always about this type of thing it was always reductionistic in nature it was always a lie and it was always debauched this is what this is what they were always going for.
0: At the current rate of things that this picture embodies, I don't believe my daughter, who again will be starting a two-sport collegiate career here uh, in less than a month, I don't believe she, she, and the women she does those sports with can will make it four years. And I know this because do do you have you heard about the reaction of this woman in the picture? Yes, but go ahead she defended it i know i know the
3: third place finisher the woman <coughs> yeah. it. she yeah, I said
0: know. i i have no problem with this that that's a chaos that that simply is quite frankly it's inevitable at this point short of drastic militarization uh and I, of our hearts and minds to defeat this evil i it's going to run us over it, it, I, and you say it's because of Romans. It's a promise. Mm-hmm. It's God's promise. See, that the, evil can promise all they want to, but God's promise is that we will die to this in our sins unless we put our faith, every jot and tittle of it, every bit of it, into calling this for what it is and doing what must be done. And we won't. We're not even close to it, guys. We're not even close to it. And nothing about this election is going to change that. The church right now, in the face of this, is simply pathetic.
3: However, I mean, I agree with you on that, Todd. But God has always worked through a remnant. And I believe there is a remnant of his church that is rising up because you're doing these two guys no favors by celebrating this and by saying this this will make you fulfilled because you know at the end of the day, it does not make you fulfilled. They're looking for hope. People talk about mental illness, the mental crisis that we have going on. We're seeing shooting after shooting after shooting. Why? It's not the guns. There is no hope. We're lying to people. Yes. And because we continue to lie. So this third place finisher, this woman who's holding her daughter saying, no, this is a good thing. It's a flat out lie. Now, it's one thing if she says, you know what? Uh, I'll celebrate their victory because I should have beat them anyhow. I'm better than that. But you go back to your daughter Ainsley starting, you know, her two collegiate career here in a month as you talk about. We're on the heels of 50 years of anniversary for Title IX. And it's about time you're honest with these girls. The biggest threat to Title IX is this garbage. There's no reason to have two professional girls sports or or two professional sports or two professional collegiate teams. Have one. Let it be the survival of the fittest. But instead, we have to celebrate this stuff. And the thing is, my heart breaks for those two boys because no one's telling them the truth. And I guarantee you, they, they are not fulfilled. They're not satisfied. It's not all it was cracked up to be.
2: So the, in, in 2018, 275 high school boys ran faster than the current Fastest American woman alive.
3: High school boys. High
2: school boys. Two hundred and seventy five. I repeat. Two hundred and seventy-five high school boys in two thousand and eighteen ran faster than the fast the current fastest American woman alive. Is that what you're alluding to? Yes. I I, I said on Friday that the charm offensive last week with leah thomas that is about grooming the american people to be prepared for men replacing women on the olympic team and just to accept it and okay we don't do that and all these other countries do I mean, the three of us here at this table, Aaron's not, but the three of us here at this table, we're all old enough to remember Mm -hmm. how the 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 jokes about the Russian or the Soviet and East German athletes in the 70s and 80s at the Olympics Mm -hmm. with their square jaws and Adam's apples. They were so juiced up on testosterone. They had I mean, they were all baritones were the were the were the high end singers in the Soviet choir and the women's choir. Right. Uh, Because they were so chemically enhanced. Okay what, what do you, do you guys really think the culture as it stands right now? If these countries just openly go to men replacing women, and we get absolutely demolished in the Olympics, on a world stage, do you believe the American culture is going to say, no, keep sending women to go up there and get slaughtered uh, by these other countries, by the Chinese? And the, well, the Chinese actually won't do it, but by these other countries that are utilizing this. Go up, there and, hey, go up there and lose to Poland in every sport. We're okay with it because women's sports are for women. Do you guys really believe that's what it, how American culture will respond? Because I don't. I think it's going to say, hey, we need more Leah Thomases. That's what we need.
3: And there again, you know, your hope isn't in the American culture to save itself because it's not going to happen. And this goes way beyond sports. This is a male is a male and a female is a female. This whole idea, you sent me a picture of it, Steve. Um, I I think your Twitter account about Amazon, there's, I don't know how many genders they say on a t-shirt now.
2: Yeah, but when you go to fit the size. It's male and female. It's men's or women's uh, sizing, yes.
3: There's more than two genders, but yet when you go to order, it's male and female. Mm -hmm. The fact is, we have to stop lying to kids. And that's why there's, there's there's a high school teacher in the state of Iowa who graduated from college with me. He should be retired, but he's an excellent teacher and he's still making an impact and having an incredible difference. And this is a small rural district in the state of Iowa. And there was a girl that believes that she is now a boy and wants to be called by the boy name and referred to with the right pronoun. And this teacher who's beloved in the school district said, I will not lie to her. I will call her by her real name and I'll call her she and her. And he's been able to withstand it so far. Mm-hmm. But the superintendent brought him in and said, You know you what? Know, let's not make a big issue. I mean, you know, why? Let's just not make an issue of this. And he said, well, What we should make an issue of is we don't lie to kids. And we need more of those people standing up from preachers to teachers to leaders. We're not lying to kids. And one of the ways you're lying to kids and you're putting into the culture is you're putting these two boys on a trophy stand and celebrating for beating a woman and women in a women's sport
0: i'm just disgusted you know again that's rural Iowa you're talking about a superintendent rural. don't make a big deal out of it uh, what, so, so what do you, you do with that what don't make a big deal out of just unbending realities but
3: what's cool about this i agree with you but what's cool about this you had a teacher who said you know what i'm gonna call your bluff I'm a popular teacher, and you know what? God bless them. I'm going to let you know I'm not going to do this. And what are you doing as a leader of a school district lying to kids? And so to me, that's what we need more of. You should love these two boys more. But if you're going to love those two boys more, you don't lie to them. You tell them who they are, and you tell them you're not allowed to compete in a women's sport.
0: I'm just saying if there's only one <laughs> beloved teacher there and he's still alone after that long sure. career, he still has to yep. stand alone in rural Iowa yep. and everybody else has yep. excuses like let's not rock yep. the boat you that's that's a one-way ticket yeah. to hell and yeah. no place else
3: so but the question there too is todd take a look at uh, your girls school district or no, the school districts i'm surrounded Trust me. with how many of those public school teachers who are good christian public school teachers but they're afraid to post something on facebook afraid to post something mm-hmm. on twitter why because i can't let my belief be known because culturally, it's out of step with the school district, or what they're being told from the ISEA and the NEA. And that's why we are staunch supporters of school choice. Let parents make a decision on where their kids get raised and where their kids get educated.
0: But it, listen, if, if the Christians, a Christian's default cannot be ever to, uh, I'm, I'm afraid. It, remember that passage in the Bible that oh, says, exactly. be afraid of everything, including your own shadow? Absolutely not. Yeah. It Is must it
2: non-confrontationalism be... one of the fruits of the Spirit? <laughs> no? That, that wasn't on the list? So, so Non-confrontational?
3: Here's the thing, though. And we talked about this a little bit before with Governor Reynolds and, and Governor DeSantis. Courage begets courage. Courage. The reason I think Reynolds, who's a rock star of a governor here in the state of Iowa, one of the reasons that I think she's so willing to be bold and courageous, because what she's seen in Florida with Ron DeSantis. Being bold and courageous, so you get one teacher calling a superintendent's bluff. All of a sudden, you know what? There might be other teachers lining up, going, "You know, count me in too. I'm not lying." Who? What, what? What? Baseball team was? it just said, "You know, seven seven players saying I'm not putting the rainbow flag on my uniform."
2: It was the Tampa Bay Rays. The Tampa and Bay, it was, Ra- and it was five.
3: Yeah, five. Well, it is, But you need more people willing to take a stand.
0: Yes, that your your job, Bob in this place the family leader is infinitely harder because people expect you to take all the flack and do all the work yeah. say all the things yeah. and I know you have many good people behind you but I think that's the problem. Oh that's absolutely and, true. Yeah. What's happened is the church has
2: outsourced that level of confrontation organizations yes. like his when in, when all you're supposed to do is corral those people and not disciple and teach but, but the, that the church has largely outsourced that message to organizations like yours that's been going on yeah. for a couple of decades now actually but yeah well, i mean what, what I the most, what, to... i mean I, I can't the the, the fee, most the two pieces of feedback i've gotten the most ever in my career one mm-hmm. Why can't you be nicer? I'm just it, that's that's one. Two.
3: How I was come, in that group by the way.
2: <laughs> two. How come I I don't get what you're talking? I don't hear the stuff that you talk about when I go to church. That's 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 easily one of the the most cited pieces of feedback I've gotten from my audience going back to my first week on Who Radio and just quaint, nice Des Moines, Iowa. I've gotten that a ton.
3: And Steve, to dovetail on what Todd said and what you just said. That's why when all these people in a month are going to come into Des Moines, July 15, for our leadership summit, Steve's presenting at it. OK, but they're going to leave and they're going to say, I don't hear this stuff anywhere else but here. But the goal is that we're going to have hundreds of pastors there to encourage and inspire pastors to to not be political, but be biblical and be culturally relevant Because if you're not culturally relevant, you're just shrinking back from the hottest point of the cultural debate. But you got to undergird it with being biblical and the hope is still in the gospel. And so our goal is to encourage and to embolden. But I think you're right. Uh, We need more, not fewer people taking a stand right now.
1: Aaron, you have any final thoughts before we get out of here? Just uh, uh, underscoring that um, this is what is required from from everyone. When you have the opportunity to say something, when you have the opportunity to confront, when you have the opportunity to push back, no matter what platform that is, no matter how large or no matter how small, don't think about it. The more you think about it, the more you'll just, ah, not today. Don't think about it. Just do it. Action is required here. Not just words, not just posts, not just anything like that. Actions, uh, Actions are what are going to be required from every one of us because guess what I think the number one takeaway from this conversation is it's coming for you Mm -hmm. so you're going to find out you're going to find out absolutely all
2: right Bob good stuff man
1: appreciate it good to visit we'll come back hour two
2: and you get to ask me anything always look forward to this when we do it and we'll do it again here in just a few moments Greetings back with hour two here on blaze TV radio and podcast. Steve Dace here with Er, Todd Erzin. Almost said Erzin Aaron with Todd Erzin and Aaron McIntyre. Let us know what you think about what we think by emailing the show. Steve at SteveDace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E. You can like us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor and Gab. And we'll be speaking with our Gab followers in just a few moments for the ask me anything. Uh, You can also follow me on Twitter at Steve Show on Getter at Steve Day's show as well. Uh, Look for Steve Day's show uh, on TikTok and Instagram now as we are beginning to grow those platforms, courtesy of my oldest, who is running those accounts for us and has quite the poll going up today. The Instagram poll she is running today is, which, which of these two advertisers is the show the most obsessed with? And it's you with Bonner Private Wines, And it's me, of course, with our friends over at Bilt Bar, which I'll just mention right now. If you use my promo code DACE when you sign out, they'll give you, I think it's a 10% discount when you go to sign out. The absolute greatest protein bar of all time. I, again, just as I continue to strive to help, I'm just here to help Bilt Bar maintain its lofty and high standards of taste and nutrition so i had the brownie batter protein bar for my post workout snack again here this morning just to make sure that built bar stays on the righteous path that's why i'm here i am their unofficial self-appointed inspector 12 uh except these taste a lot better than underwear they are the greatest protein bar of all time all of them covered in real chocolate check them out right now when you go to built.com they've got granola bars get the puffs if you like marshmallow covered stuff, if you like those Russell Stover's candies, you know that are uh, they put out the specials for the holidays uh, with the chocolate covered different flavors of marshmallows, the puff line is right up your alley, all right? When you go to built.com, B U I L T for built bar, use the promo code DACE D E A C E to get a discount on the greatest protein bar of all time. So that's the Instagram poll that they're running right now. Notice I use this as an occasion uh to have uh you know to bring that up and how I de- deftly segue into the live read there. See? That's why I make the better than average bucks right there, right? You're a pro. Okay, there you go. I look forward to the results. Or Thanks. at least a semi pro, at least yes. It shouldn't, it
0: shouldn't be close.
2: <laughs> uh and what else? Oh and yes we are up on Trump's Truth Social at Real Steve Dace is how you can follow us there. At Real Steve Dace. Uh, I, so I mentioned this part of the show brought to you by our friends at Bill Bar. Which part of the show? Well, it is time for our Ask Me Anything, and this time it is our followers over on Gab who get to pick the questions. I've not seen any of these. Todd, you of course you sift through them and you choose the questions that, for whatever do you have a do you have. No, you just do this randomly, and you're like, "Oh, let's
0: try this one, or let's stick days with that one, or this I, one's timely." How do you do it? I have nothing. I have coffee in the morning when I do it, and it's it's just simply, if, fl- if it flicks
2: your bick, then they're in.
0: I like you know. There's a lot. You st- stick out. Uh, you know. There's a lot of questions that we've quite frankly
2: answered a lot I, I of other times we've answered it before yeah. and it,
0: so it's not personal but and heck to some extent that's going to be uh the case here uh today and, and it's not, that's not a bad thing but i i really you, you, so we I, got a lot of why are you you why are you the way you are we got a lot of those uh well i mean that's just another day that ends in why in, indeed yes um but no you and you like you, why you like, are you <laughs> you like what most people even in your you, you like to be i mean this is the whole thing you like stuff to come at you unfiltered without you considering it that keeps you on your toes it keeps you sharp Uh, and so i mean i guess if that's kind of built into the whole thing and you i mean the way you react to you'll see i really if you say i really like the questions today or if you get angry and say you're you're a bunch of fox swilling you know fools you know we'll know is this harder now because for a long time, we had,
2: I had some, like, standard guardrails. Like, I don't want to discuss eschatology. Oh. I don't want to go into conspiracy theory. And no, the easier. last 26 months has just eliminated all those guardrails, and we are now openly discussing things that, for many years in the show, I thought we got to stay away because it just makes us all crazy. Is it harder now to put me on the spot since there's almost no guardrails now? You can, you can literally—no topic is pretty much off-limits now. No, it's easier to put
0: you on the spot because we—I don't have to worry. About, like, Beck— when I first started here, we used to have a lot more conversations. Your first response to me, suggesting, and it was it was just like, okay, tell me very clearly why you think that matters. What's the peg? Mm-hmm. You know, the world now is just like it doesn't matter how crazy it is. Oh, you look, like, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll so, entertain so, it.
2: So it's the fact that well, the there is no Overton window. There's just, there's no window. There's just a gaping hole in a wall,
0: and pretty much every question fits through it now, right? You yourself said, I'm pretty much Alex Jones with the Bible verses now. So
2: yeah. Yeah, I pretty much
0: have become why, Yeah. Why, what guardrails?
1: All right, so Aaron, does Aaron, did you give, him, give them to Aaron? Of course. All right, Aaron, you may fire when ready. No graphics today, so if you need me to repeat something... I'll just repeat it. Uh, Crystal is first. Will there be a reboot of the Mickey Mouse Club with the first rule, you do not talk about the Mickey Mouse Club, especially with your parents? Oh, wow.
0: See, right there. I'm one for one. And so it's whoever, re- bing. There you go. That's how and I that's do it. And that's from Crystal.
1: Crystal. That's
0: how you, I do you, it. You
2: know, you know, Crystal's at home right now, homeschooling her like seven kids. Yeah right and she's just a sweetheart yeah okay you know what i'm saying yeah and in her spare time you know she's reading the classics you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. and then this is what the current state of the culture has done you hand you hand crystal the mic and she busts out with is the mickey mouse club basically going to become the groomer club is that the new mickey mouse club now
0: yeah. And this is so this is why this one is good. I'll tell you this is a standalone walk-off, if you just want to take it that way. But Steve could easily take the next half hour and do a sermon riffing off this off the top of his head. That it's either way. It's his choice. And, and but that's how good it is, because it is it is uh it is very tightly written to pack a huge punch. There's just a lot of stuff in there.
2: Our buddy Jesse Kelly tweeted out about an hour ago that we are we're we're not even ten years from pedophilia being added right. to the LGBTQFU alphabet and they've got a they've got a term for it and we've talked about that on our show here too, which is minor attracted persons or MAPs, right? And I, I tweeted back to him, Brother Sadly, we're 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 maybe twenty four months away from that. I mean, we are in straight up Romans one territory right now. Straight up,
0: the the video uh, from the uh, montage of the, uh, the protesters outside, mm-hmm. the, and you know the, the the woman in rainbow dragging their kids, a, she's like, you you be ashamed! How dare you! How dare you! You mm-hmm. know they are do just to prove your point. They they have no line that they won't cross. This is their religion. They will sacrifice the children into the volcano. Yes. They promise you.
2: Yes. And and don't ever disarm, no matter what, but especially don't ever disarm to these people. Because if they will do this and degrade their own children like Mm -hmm.
0: this, what would they do to you if given the chance? You just have it coming to them.
1: Yes. It reminds me of uh, it reminds me this this the way this answer uh, kind of went. You remember when we read Lee Smith's piece, "The Thirty Tyrants"? Oh yeah, about we did uh, the evergreen on it last year. China yeah. and the 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 grouping together of 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 China and the uh, Western elites, and the way they just they know the elites know that teaming up with China really does hurt America's middle class or what's left of it. But they justified and they justified all of the closures back in COVID, all of the all of the mandates back in COVID. They justified all of that because you're a bunch of bible thumping bigots who had it coming anyway. That's the way that they think about this type of stuff. Moving on. This is from MJ Diggs Pigs who says, "I have so many questions, I'll go with the one that's been bothering me the most." Do you think that Trump got in over his head as far as how deep the swamp is, or do you think he's a co-conspirator? This question keeps me up at night. Thanks for all you do. I don't think
2: he's a co-conspirator at all. I don't. Uh, I, I, think that you, I think the swamp is telling you that they don't think that he is one. I mean, how many, how many more is, is it been? I, I've lost track. It's six. Is it six or seven? formal investigations that to some extent they've made into Trump or his personal finances or his political ties. The, and, and there were two people that so far have gotten busted. One was Paul Manafort, who had a terrible reputation before he came on board with Trump. And that frankly was one of the first things when I was on the Cruz campaign that set me off was bringing that guy in because he had a, he had a crap reputation before he was brought in. He had he had essentially been ex excommunicated from from the conservative movement, going back to when he helped rig the convention in '76 for Ford against Reagan. So that guy had a bad reputation before Trump hired him, and Michael Cohen. But remember, what did Michael Cohen go to prison for? Michael Cohen went to prison for trying to use his use his alleged access and association with Trump. To launch his own mini criminal exercise, you know, enterprise. If you go and read the in, indictments and, and and his guilty pleas, which I did, he essentially tried to gra- gravy train off of his association with Trump to create his own mini grifting, uh, grifting enterprise. How many times have they tried to get Trump himself? I mean, they went after Don Jr. Does this... The, uh, <laughs> The January 6th committee is so out of control that on Friday, in a in a largely ignored announcement, Biden's Department of Justice announced it wasn't going to pursue uh, the contempt of Congress charges against um, who was it? Two of the Meadows, I believe, was one for not wanting to testify. I mean, how how over the top do you have to be if, if on, on that committee where they're putting Peter, Peter Navarro in foot, in you know, uh, feet chains? How, how over the top do you have to be if the Biden Department of Justice is like, come on, guys, seriously, we're doing this? So if if they had something on him, we would know it. If he were involved with Epstein Island. That's the one person that we would have known about. And everybody else they would have covered it up and just made an example out of him. He's been and I'm not saying he's squeaky clean. I don't know is anybody squeaky clean first of all? But that guy has been proctology examined and they still keep going after him. So I I'm just going to look at the way the swamp behaves. They're 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 sending a clear signal to me. That he's anathema to them. I think the first part of your question is, is very pertinent, though. And I think his presidency clearly proved that the answer was yes, he was in over his head. And if you're a longtime listener to this show or, or viewer here on Blaze TV, you've heard me talk about this in the past. If you're relatively new, this might be new for you. And since we keep growing substantially, I want to reset something. Donald Trump's worldview, and you know a tree by its fruit, okay? So I, I've not had a meaningful conversation with Donald Trump since the summer of 2015. That's seven years ago now, okay? A lot changes in seven years, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't presume to have any inside If you would have, you know, been listening to me in 2014, I could have given you some inside scoop on who Donald Trump was, but I can't do that now. It's been seven years since I've had a meaningful conversation with Donald Trump. But you can certainly inspect the fruit on a tree without having a meaningful conversation with the tree, right? Yeah. Walk up to the tree, and if the tree is budding apples, what is it? Apple tree. And Did you have to have a deep probing conversation with the tree to know? No. Because you know a tree by its fruit. So I'm you, not a biologist, though, Steve. So I can't <laughs> nice, me. well played. Uh, and so, it, it's very clear that the consistent train of thought with Trump is art of the deal. That really is the ID, the internal persona of Donald Trump, the 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 maximum driver, the 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 force of will that that causes belief to become behavior is art of the deal. That I I, I will endorse Dr. Oz, push him across the finish line, and then because he's going to owe me, he'll do what I want when he gets in there. That I'm totally fine being surrounded by soulless technocrats because I'm the most soulless technocrat of them all. I've got the most leverage, and
0: so I can command this court of owls, basically. I think we're very close to the nub of the matter here with that. Answer this question through the lens, then, of Kevin McCarthy, same Specific, thing. But with we're going to discuss in the overtime polling mm-hmm. vis-a-vis this. It would seem logical to many people asking this question because he says it keeps me up at night. If you're Donald Trump and you want to reverse your fortunes on polls like that, you nominate Chip Roy or something like that. You should. So what does he really think? He's what he thinks getting- is what he
2: thinks is Ron DeSantis wouldn't dare run against me. That's because dumb. because I'll troll his wife, I'll troll his family, I'll troll them to death, and he doesn't want any of that smoke and, He's, and, and, and he still and,
0: thinks that after the way he lost this election. That's art
2: that is art of the deal. That, see I, and that by the way, that's, that's what that's insane. how he became a billionaire. Is he, he, he quickly sized up the room of the Upper East Side of his fellow trust fund babies and realized these are all a bunch of betas who just want, are just debating with each other who's got the hottest that side piece kind, and who belongs to which country club. I'm going to own all their asses. Kind of, and if you go to the New York
0: skyline, by the way, he was proven correct. But that kind of thinking is also why he's not the president I right I agree, now.
2: and I'm going to get to the, why that is. I'm going to get to why that is. Every worldview... Has its limits except for one. There is one worldview on this planet that is that doesn't have a limit and it is the biblical worldview. But the biblical worldview can be limited by the person who owns it. The biblical worldview is an unlimited worldview. Every other worldview and belief system is a limited principle. It can only take you so far. The biblical worldview is only limited by the person it inhabits. How much am I willing to obey it? How much am I willing to give myself over to it? How much am I willing to surrender to it? But the biblical worldview in and of itself speaks the universe into existence, raises the dead to life, makes the blind see and the deaf hear. it's, it's, It's unlimited. It's only limited by its wielder. Every other worldview in the world is a limiting principle. And so this is the Kevin McCarthy thing. He'll be so indebted that he gets to become House Speaker. He'll do what I want. And if he doesn't, I'll just throw him overboard. I got a scapegoat and throw Elise Stefanik in there who has gone from vote for trannyism to I'm ultra MAGA. You see what I'm saying? That's that's the worldview. That's That's the belief system. The problem is, and this is the limits of Trump's belief system. What happens when you are confronted with the enemy who will not be negotiated with? It's not here to negotiate at all. It's just here to conquer. It can't be satiated. It can't be intimidated. It can't be negotiated with. It can't be placated. It can't be bought off. It cannot be enticed. And now you are cornered by, you're in a prison of your own making by your own belief system. There is nothing you can offer. Nothing. When he walked into that room in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, you know what Trump saw? Trump saw a lot of people with a lot of power in the Middle East, but he saw a lot of himself. A lot of these people, they don't like Islamic terrorism either. A lot of these are just really rich Arabs who just kind of play a game of Islam because it's good for business, when really they just want to drill the poop out of the oil and get rich AF. And what they've just been looking for... What they've been looking for is America to provide them a roadmap that they don't have to go through the Palestinian question of Israel in order to get access to making all kinds of money from the American people. And he was right. And he sized that room up properly. And he arted the deal those people into maybe the most successful foreign policy endeavor by a U.S. administration since Reagan finished off the Soviet Union. And we're going back now 40 years almost and when he left office, man, we've got the Saudis making peace deals with the Israelis. United Arab Emirates has joined the world of community of, of nations. A lot of changed, right? Because you know what? This Palestinian question is what's stopping us from making a deal. You don't really care about the Palestinian people, really. We don't even think the Palestinians are actually a people because they're not. So you know what we're going to do I already offered the Palestinians everything they wanted they didn't take it F them we're just taking let's t- if we took that objection off the board and then negotiated from there would you do the deal and everybody's answer was what no yeah we would and then they started cutting their own deals with Israel cutting out the Palestinian question altogether. he walked in that room and he recognized game recognized game these guys are like me they're robber barons they're here they see the world as a game of risk And that worked masterfully and we all benefited from that because he's really good at mastering the world for what it is. And that has why he's why he's built an empire. But what do you do when you come up against an enemy who says, I want the world to be what I want it to be. I refuse to accept it for what it is. And I am here to make it and remake it in my own image. Your tactics, your leverage, your buy-offs have no effect on me. I'm not here for any of that. I'm here to rule. It's the joker. You have nothing you
0: can take from that's me. That's right. What would you take from me? Nothing. Nothing. At least conventionally. You better find out what it really is, Exactly. Though, and fight accordingly. Exactly. And that's,
2: that's what happened on March 16th of 2020. The real evil isn't sitting in the house of Saad. Those are minos, man. Muslims in name only. And they have been all this time. The real thing's in Tehran, actually. <laughs> all right? This has just all been a shell game. We spent 30 years thinking that we had to answer the Palestinian question first. And we never did. We never did. We just had to look at the world for what it really was. Hell, Jimmy Carter brought Begin and Sadat to the negotiating table. That should have been our first clue. Maybe these guys really aren't as down with all these hadiths as we think. Maybe they might, there might be a little more gangster here than we thought. There might have been a little more negotiating leverage here than we thought. We got rid of the magical thinking and we just, we, uh, Trump addressed them on their level and the results we're glorious and we had a more peaceful and prosperous world as a result. But what happens when the people are like, I won't make me a world when they show up. I'm just here to, I don't want any, here's my offer. I get to smash all the stained glass windows I want and you do nothing. Or I just run you over. I, 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 I set up occupied territories in one of your major American cities and then the rest of your cities, I just burn them down. I mask all your kids i uh I infect you with a virus that your ver- that grants from your very government created oh and i you know what throw this in too. Give me, uh, give me uh, a hundred billion dollars to create a poisonous jab that I can use to mark your people from this time forward, and and completely revolutionize their healthcare and turn them against one another, and also uh, depopulate them. Sold. He took the offer because, of course, they didn't present it that way. They presented him with an out, a way out, a way to win. Some men just want to watch the world burn, Mr. Wang. Now, that was a very difficult truth for a, for a very wealthy man to take who was already willing to accept that there was some level of evil in the world that could not be bought off, could not be negotiated with, to the point he had to put on a cape and cowl and beat it with his own fists. And he still could not bring himself to acknowledge this truth from his right hand man, that some men just want to watch the world burn. And I think this is Donald Trump's kryptonite. He doesn't have the worldview to confront that. He just simply doesn't. And so, in some respects, he's similar to Jeb Bush. And what I mean by that was Jeb Bush spent his entire life from the time he was born a Bush baby and was given the sign of promise, the next generation of the family and put through all the best schools and introduced to all the best people. There was a certain within this cadre, a certain rule of engagement of how you behave. Yes. Certain ways we handled our agreements and disagreements. Right. Right. And along comes Donald Trump says, F that noise. I'm just going to insult you to death and turn you into a clown. And Jeb Bush, very smart man, very accomplished governor of the state of Florida had no answer. And we saw him literally just melt right in front of us, right? That's what happened to Donald Trump. He's certainly more straight than the Bush clan. But in the end,
0: this was demonic. And art of the deal, angle cut it, folks, against that. Especially when you were getting applause from GOP yourself when you were running for, he was saying uh, you need to be a kinder, gentler to the GOP flag. You remember that? Yeah, Because yeah. you lost your mind, right, and rightly so, when he yeah, did that. There,
2: there was just, there was no answer. He, he, yeah. He's not capable of defeating this evil. He's just not capable. Doesn't have the worldview to do it. That's one of the reasons why we're so hard on Mike Pence on this show other than you know a long train of stated and proven gutlessness called a career other than that but but he's the one guy that was there and he's like right next to him right hand man right he's the guy there that supposedly does have that belief system does have that worldview and trump even outsourced his authority in the most trying time of his administration to mike pence the true believer what did mike pence do he showed you the face of the vast majority of, of khaki pants wearing men and skinny jean wearing men in America's pulpits. Put his nuts in a jar, grabbed his ankles for Debbie Burks and surrendered the country. And we have still not yet fully recovered. But it's okay because he doesn't meet alone with women or look at any dirty pictures or ever drop an F-bomb. So it's totally okay. Totally okay. Feel good about that. Feel good about the fact that Mike Pence has probably never masturbated to porn or even been tempted. It's okay. You should feel really good about that because he surrendered your country while not doing those things. So, and, and to give Trump credit, he meant it as a way, I think, of trying to remove responsibility from himself. Because there is a certain Peter Pan aspect to Donald Trump. I don't ever have to grow up. But he ended up handing it off to the guy in his administration that should have known the best what this was about. Right? Yeah. Super Christian, Mike Pence. Instead, what you got was basically the living embodiment of what inhabits most of America's pulpits. When you look between the legs, there is no there there. There's no there there. Nothing happened in there. Real easy to stay away from women alone and temptation on the internet when you don't have any balls. Right? Like, when you don't have any gonads, we're not producing any sperm, when you don't have any balls and any testes whatsoever, there's a reason why that a lot of conquerors, when the when men came to work in the court, they would eunuch them. Because they didn't have to worry about them banging their harems and their wives and their queens because they had no equipment by which to act, right? So when you voluntarily castrate yourself, as Mike Pence has throughout the course of his career, real easy to stay noble and pious and moral when it ain't when nothing's working down there. Including the part of your balls and testosterone that might have caused you to do something and act righteously in the face of such evil. Now, I don't know. This is a long winded answer. And I'm not sure it provided you any comfort. <laughs> Nor should it. But it's the best answer
0: I have. Any thoughts? Well, just another sign. Go Come full circle. How I know how to pick the right questions. Uh, I think only once since I've been doing it, we've gotten through all of them. And we're not getting through all of them today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, I loved it. That I'm, is... I'm here for that. Now, I don't know that
2: I'm right, but it's the best answer that I have. That's the best. If you gave people comfort, I would have looked at you and say, say what? Yeah, I don't, I don't find it particularly comforting, no. but it is yes. what it is. All right, we'll come back. More Ask Me Anything here, courtesy of our Gab followers, in just a moment. One of the policies we try to engage and uphold on this show is to not ask you to directly donate to something that we would not or have not directly donated to, which is why I have no qualms whatsoever about asking you to directly donate to our friends over at Alliance Defending Freedom. They represent all of their clients pro bono, so many key cases, key precedents defending our constitutional liberties, our God-given rights, all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court that they've had a hand in winning those cases. And they represent all their clients pro bono, which means they need help uh, and funding from people like us to keep those victories coming. Make or consider making a tax-deductible donation today to our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom. When you go to adflegal.org slash Steve, again, you can do that at ADF for Alliance Defending Freedom. That's ADFlegal.org slash Steve. Let's get back to our Ask Me Anything, courtesy of our Gab followers.
1: We go now to Anthony Grouchy, who says, how likely do you think it is there could be a food or fuel rationing, and one of the factors for your place in line will be jab status and your ESG score?
2: I think it's uh, somewhat likely in several blue states and in those places much more likelier than it is every place else. That's what I think. I think if you're living in California and Oregon, and and honestly, I don't know why you'd live in these places Uh, unless you've got family members, you can't leave. And that obviously takes precedence over these sorts of uh, inconveniences to slash tyrannies. Um, There is no possible other place in America that you could do this job other than there. And it's the only job that you are possibly qualified to work. Like you could do no other job. I don't know why you'd live in these places. You're, you're actually, by by, paying, by working hard, paying taxes and not committing crimes, you're subsidizing these tyrants directly. You're, you're the base of people that helps them to continue to release prisoners from prison, treat you as a prisoner in your home, and then do things like this to you. You know, and so I know moving sucks and it's inconvenient. I went to 11 different schools, K through 12. I'm well aware I'm married to an army brat. I mean, she would, you know, her dad would, her late father would just come home. Whether it was Korea, Germany, Fort Campbell. Hey, moving tomorrow, guys, shipping out. I mean, I understand moving sucks. I totally get it. You know, it sucks even worse than moving though. And I admit it's a short list, but you know what's on it? subsidizing demons and tyrants is on the list subsidizing demons and tyrants so i think if you're living in those places yeah i'd 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 be looking both ways before i cross the street which is why i wouldn't be living in those places
1: all right up next revive the great reset of 1776 says why have you not replied to my rebuttal to your nonsense about texas
0: i don't know what this means but i i've not seen it I assumed is that why you already addressed yeah. Texans okay. I didn't know you would before the show but I know some people have come back at me when I've riffed on that so I don't know if you had a mailbox full of I
2: don't I, this may surprise some of you but I get a lot of feedback on a given <laughs> This you're not the only person with thoughts on my thoughts this so this may be a surprise to some of you but you're not the only person with thoughts on my thoughts so I'm I'm, frankly, I'm not sure what your rebuttal would be. I named a bunch of things that specifically happened. They really had an outdoor mask mandate in the summer. They really arrested a hairdresser who tried to open her business. Your schools have really, and recently been shot up. They really just sexually assaulted your children. I'm not, unless your rebuttal is I live in some remote Southwest corner of Texas where this stuff doesn't. Well, congrats. Okay, cool. Good for you. So don't mess
0: with uh, Plymouth, Texas or wherever the hell you live. Okay, don't mess with Plymouth. I'm sure they would have said that in Ovalde about two yes, weeks ago. No, too. Yeah,
2: oh, gosh, that's awful, but true. Yeah. So um, I I don't know what the rebuttal is. I mentioned a bunch of, I didn't just like conjure things, I mentioned specific events that have occurred. So, I don't know. Someone keeps renominating John Cornyn to the U.S. Senate. I don't know who's doing that. Somebody's doing it, though. Somebody seventy percent of y'all just voted for Greg Abbott in a primary. So somebody must be in that seventy percent. Unless we're accusing Greg Abbott of stealing elections now, which, by the way, I'm totally fine with. But I mean, I, I don't. I really don't know what your rebuttal is. And. I believe my issue is we need you guys to lead. We need you guys to actually be who you are or what your reputation is. Like we need Texas to be Texas. I don't, how would you disagree with that? Unless you think Texas is being Texas by reelecting Greg Abbott types, renominating John Cornyn types, Then I guess text, Then I guess what you're telling me is Texas is really gone then, I guess. I hope you're wrong. Next question brought to you by our friends at Omega XL. I know sometimes it's painful when I tell you what I really think, but that's why I get paid the better than average bucks. So if that's you, well, you might want to look at our friends at Omega XL. I don't know if they can soften the blow of what I have to say, but I do know that they handle very well The inflammation that is clogging up your joints especially as we get older that achiness lingering soreness stiffness that just won't go away that's where an all-natural anti-inflammatory like omega xl comes in and if you want to give it a shot today i use it every single day i mean i'm like this without all the inflammation wreaking havoc in my body what do you think i would be like if i hadn't used omega xl that's that's my new pitch right oh it would have been worse if we didn't use the masks <laughs> it, this show would be even more insufferable if it weren't for Omega XL conquering the inflammation and that was otherwise wreaking havoc in my body. So give them a shot today. Buy one, get one free when you go to omegaxl.com/steve or you can call them 800-844-4888 or again, omegaxl.com/steve.
1: Next up, we have Pedro Who says, what is your take on Christian nationalism getting traction lately?
2: I think you need to define this for me. First of all, I don't think there is any such thing. In in general, any attempt, Christian plus anything, is either a fallacy or a heresy. So I need you to define that for me. Um, when, when, when the the God's first attempt to directly make his presence known to the world in the most accessible way was to create, wait for it, keep waiting, wait for it. A nation. He created a nation. That's what he did. Created a nation. That's kind of what he did. He started with a nation. We started there.
0: Borders and everything. And then then he gave them
2: borders and had steep penalties for them not enforcing them, in fact.
0: Laws and stuff.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, there was that. So we did that. Yeah. And then, well, then, and that actually came after all the peoples of the world all tried to come together into one society and pops took his belt off and spanked them pretty hard for that, as I recall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you have to define these things. Now, I, I think nationalism can be an idolatry for sure. I mean, turn this into, turn the, hey, if we're going to, I'm going to tell you right now, some of you get offended at this. You might be shocked to know, I don't care, but turn this officially into a country of groomers and baby killers. I ain't standing for your anthem either. I don't give a rip about that. You ain't worthy of that. Turn that bleep off. Don't play that before your sporting events when you're out there wearing rainbow flags and the uniforms. Turn that tripe off. You ain't worthy of that. I even said this during the Kaepernick thing. Keep going in this. I sat here and said this in this very chair. Hey, keep going in the societal tract run. I'll be taking a knee next. I actually wrote a piece back then calling on some pro-life athlete to take a knee. Just, hey, I'm taking a knee for the babies we're killing. Taking a knee. I'm only moved by expressions of patriotism when they embody something worthy of being patriotic about and do worship symbols. It's, the, the, the cross in and of itself isn't worthy of reverence. It's what Jesus did upon it that we revere. And that's why. That's why we proudly wear the cross. Because for, prior to Christ being fo- hoisted up on one, it was just a symbol of torture in the world. It only has its meaning because of what Christ did upon it. So I don't worship symbols, flags, identities. I don't believe in any of that. Those things can stir me for sure. They can choke me up for sure. When they espouse and represent and symbolize values worthy of being inspired by and worthy of being choked up from. But strip them away and they're just cloth, man. That's all they are. Just a piece of cloth with some colors and stars and bars on it. So what? So I, I would want to know how we define those things. I promise you the vast majority of people using the term Christian nationalism own every Joel Osteen and, and Beth Moore book or um, think that those two are like, you know, great expositors. They have no idea what they're talking about. Do I think that we have at times, I look at something like Robert Jeffress, who I think has gone way too far. In anointing America as some kind of uniquely special place unconditionally? Yeah, and we've talked about that, mm-hmm. right? But is America a uniquely special place? Yeah, it is. But indefinitely? No. Why? Why was it ever? Because of the ideas that inspired it, the ideals it was founded on. A republic if you can keep it. Yeah, but if you decide you don't want to keep it anymore, I'm, dude, I wouldn't tell my kid to join the military and go die for this country. I wouldn't. I'm sorry. But I'm not. I wouldn't. Go die for a parking lot in Afghanistan. Go die for an anthill in Iraq. Go die for Klaus Schwab. Go die for Zelensky. Because he's not rich enough. Needs more green shirts. Again, I'm not your mama. Okay? So, I'm your daddy. So... I'm not here to coddle you, pet you, make you feel good. It's not my job. That's what your mom is for. I'm your daddy. I'm here just to give it to you straight. And whether you have a chase or not, that's a you problem. So I think most people that call, Christian Nash, call, that call out Christian nationalism are complete BS and don't know what the term is. But I also don't have some indefinite, perpetual undying loyalty to a country that hates me either. which is a great time to talk about our pets and their need for rough grains. all right? The supplement powder you put in your pet's food. All right, that with that one simple act, Aaron, you'll have time for one more question. Make it a doozy, all right? With that one simple act, you have helped to restore the your pet's diet with the vitamins and minerals that were likely stripped out of it before it ever left the factory because they do this with the people food too. So they will have long shelf life. For mass distribution. And that's why we take so many supplements today as people. And now your pet needs one as well. And it's called Rough Greens. Our dog, Cap, loves this stuff, but maybe you're skeptical. You should be of virtually everything, and that's okay. So, hey, why don't you see if you don't see a difference in your pet in two weeks or less when we give you that first 14 day jumpstart bag for free? When you go to roughgreens.com, that's R U F F for roughgreens.com, or you can call them at 833 Rough Dog. That's 833 Rough Dog. And you just pay for the shipping. We give you the bag though for free to get you started at refgrains.com.
1: This one is a doozy indeed. What did you think of Hamilton?
2: <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I I took the wife to see Hamilton over the weekend uh, as a take one for the team and surprise. Um, the first act.
1: Because you're a big musical guy.
2: Oh uh, yeah, you know. Okay, I think I, I think my two favorite musicals ever are. Wizard of Oz and Greece, and I'm not sure what the third, fourth, or fifth ones would be. Yeah, so um, um, this we liked the second act better, which which was more post-founding and the political inner machinations and turmoil. The first act, man, they they I hate to sound old. I mean, we I, I splurged for good seats, so we weren't that far away. I I, I w- w- we couldn't understand a lot of what they were saying. I mean, they were going so fast and talking so fast. I felt like, you know, if Steve Dace and Ben Shapiro had a baby, it was every member of this cast, all right? And no one could keep up, okay? (laughs) I'm like, God, slow down! But then I realized I'm going to be the old man. Everybody's like laughing and clapping. I'm like, I don't know what they just said. (laughs) That seriously happened, okay? Um, But we liked the second act quite a bit. The guy who played, uh, he was Lafayette in the first act. And Thomas Jefferson in the second act, he was phenomenal. And the guy who played Aaron Burr and Hamilton was really good. The guy who played King George the Third was phenomenal. Guy who played George Washington uh, kind of felt a little weak linkish to me. You know.
0: But overall, yeah. I can see why people like it. Did you enjoy the mad King George?
2: I just said it. Yeah, the King George the Third guy was phenomenal. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. I, that, yeah. I heard all the Founding Fathers. But yeah, they that, I'm tempted to go watch it somewhere and put on the closed captioning because then I might have a better appreciation for what they were talking about a lot during the first act. It was just, it was moving at a pretty fast tempo, man. And it was hard to follow. Mm. It was so.
0: All right, guys, any closing thoughts You got about a minute. Well, like I said, we didn't get through all of them. So that's well done people. You, you engaged him. That's I just, just try to filter out the ones that are going to do that. The best got her done again.
1: Yeah. Um, just going back to the beginning of of the sh- the show today, reiterating the, the main point I think that uh, that that was made. Texas is upstream from a lot of our red states. Don't let your state become which it probably already is, but uh work right now to become the new. Don't mess with South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, something like you lead the way. You have to take action. It starts with each and every one of us expecting more of ourselves and more of those we put in charge of affairs. It starts with us. The answer is us. And let's find out. Those are the two themes for a reason the last two years.
2: Well said. Until tomorrow. John 317.